Christ's command to his followers before his ascension to heaven was for them to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Our Lord did not intend for the good news of his death and resurrection to stay local, but instead it was to be taken globally. In this third section of Acts, the adventure continues as the gospel is taken to the ends of the earth. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. No matter how long you live, no matter how much you travel, if you really love people, goodbyes are always hard. Whether you're leaving for a few days or you think you may never see someone again, I was reminded not long ago that for believers, it really is never goodbye. It is see you later because we will meet again one way or another. We're going to spend eternity together around the throne of God in heaven. We have a lot to look forward to. But as long as we are here on earth, we are often separated geographically, sometimes circumstantially, sometimes by choice and sometimes just by the way things come about in life. Perhaps you did not choose uh, to be separated from those you love, but that's the way circumstances uh, have been orchestrated. I say goodbyes are hard. And if anybody knew that, it was the Apostle Paul, who was always traveling, always on the move, this itinerant preacher, always headed to the next place. We've come today to the end of Acts chapter 20 and to the opening verses of Acts 21 and to multiple reminders that for a child of God, sometimes we have to say goodbye. And when we do, it's important how we leave those people. My pastor used to say, people will always remember how you come and how you go. Listen to Acts chapter 20, beginning in verse 36. And when he had thus spoken, he kneeled down and prayed with them all. And they all wept sore and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spake, that they should see his face no more, and they accompanied him unto the ship. All of us can get this mental picture in our minds. Do you see them at the dock saying goodbye? Do you see them on their knees in prayer? Do you see them hugging and saying goodbye? You come to chapter 21. And it came to pass that after we were gotten from them and had launched, we came with a straight course unto Coas, and the day following unto Rhodes, and from thence unto Patara. And finding a ship sailing over unto Phoenicia, we went aboard and set forth, Now when we had discovered Cyprus, we left it on the left hand and sailed into Syria and landed at Tyre, for there the ship was to unlade her burden. And finding disciples, we tarried there seven days, who said to Paul through the Spirit that he should not go up to Jerusalem. And when we had accomplished those days, we departed and went our way. And they all brought us on our way with wives and children till we were out of the city, and we kneeled down on the shore and prayed. Are you getting deja vu? Do you see the picture again? Do you see it repeating itself? Again, Paul is with another group of believers. Again, he has a period of fellowship, and they're encouraging one another and ministering to one another. And again, they have to say goodbye. And when we had taken our leave, one of another, Acts 21, verse 6, we took ship, and they returned home again. And when we had finished our course from Tyre, we came to Ptolemus and saluted the brethren and abode with them one day. And the next day, we that were of Paul's company departed and came unto Caesarea. 
So they move from place to place and people to people. It's easy to read that, much harder to live that, because one of the things Paul and the missionary team were dealing with were multiple goodbyes, sometimes longer periods of time together, sometimes shorter period. And this one passage we've read, you've got him in a place for a day, you've got him in a place for seven days, you've got him in a place for many months. But whether it's a day, a week, or months, or even years, goodbyes are hard. So how do you deal with them? May I just give you two or three very simple, practical observations as I've meditated on this in the life of the Apostle Paul? First of all, when you have to leave those you love, you should always first leave them with truth. Leave them with the truth of God's Word. Leave them with substance. You may not be able to stay, but you might plant a seed in their heart and mind that will continue to grow and bring forth much fruit. Isn't that what Paul is constantly doing as he's teaching and preaching the Word of God? In fact, back in Acts chapter number 20, uh, just before he prays for them, in verse number 35, the Bible says he reminded them of the words of the Lord Jesus. The greatest words anyone will ever remember are not our words. They're the words of the Lord Jesus. So when you're leaving those you love, leave them with a verse of Scripture. Leave them with some great truth about God. Leave them with a reminder of the faithfulness and kindness of our Lord. Leave them with some meditation that will lift their heart heavenward, uh, above the emotion, above the, the initial circumstance or separation. Remind them of who our God is. Leave them with truth. The second thing I would suggest to you is that when it's time to say goodbye, as hard as those goodbyes are, you should leave people not only with truth, you should leave them with prayer. Do you see in each one of these places, Paul kneels down and prays with them. I think he prays for them. He prays over them. There's something very precious about hearing someone pray for you, uh, listening to their intercession. Uh, it, It binds your hearts together. It reveals their heart to you like nothing else does. And I would recommend that when you say your goodbyes, have a prayer together. Uh, Yes, hug, kiss, I love yous, all that very important. But have a prayer together. Commit them to God. Commit yourself to God. Commit your time apart uh, to the Lord. Remember that though you are separate from one another, neither of you are separated from God because God is not bound by geography. The Lord is in every place at the same time. Sometimes when I've been traveling, I've looked up in the sky to, to see the moon or stars at night and thought that's the same beautiful big sky my family, those I love, are looking at in another part of the world. But friends, let's look even beyond the sky. Do you understand the same God that's looking at you is looking at them? And so when you have to say goodbye, leave them with prayer. And then one more little observation today. Not only should we leave them with truth and leave them with prayer, but we should leave them with encouragement. The Bible says that they saluted the brethren in verse number seven. Uh, That doesn't simply mean like a military salute. It's a word of greeting. It's a word of warmth and kindness. It's a heart word. It's it's an expression of love and care. Uh, When you leave people, never leave with harshness. Never leave abruptly. Never leave without saying, I love you. Never leave angry. No, leave uh, as an encourager. Leave something behind you. I remember someone making the observation from Psalm 23 that when the Bible says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. 
that not only is it true goodness and mercy are pursuing us, but it should also be true that in every place where the Lord's sheep pass through, they leave behind them good things. The fragrance of the Lord. There's there's goodness and mercy. There's handfuls of purpose left for others to enjoy and to think on. You never know the last time you'll have to say goodbye to someone. I will remind you that if you're a believer, it's never goodbye forever. What a greeting. What a reunion we had to look forward to in heaven someday. But all of us, while we're here on earth, because of sin and because of circumstances, will be separated. Goodbyes are real and goodbyes are hard. But goodbyes can be full of the grace of God if we leave those we love with truth, leave them with prayer, and leave them with encouragement. Today, do your best to apply this when you have to say goodbye to those you love. Don't let it be flippant and haphazard. Don't let it be without thinking or meaning. And on the other hand, don't be just so overwhelmed by emotion. You miss God in the midst of it all because the Lord is even in the midst of your goodbyes. Aren't you glad that the Lord is ministering to all of his people at every season of life? Though no more scripture is being written, the story of the furtherance of the gospel is being written at this very moment, and we get to be part of that story. The heart of our Savior is as passionate for the lost today as it was just before he ascended in Acts 1. Will you get in on what God is doing in the world today to reach the lost with the gospel? This is why enjoying the journey exists to encourage and to equip you in the work of the gospel. Whether it is through the daily broadcast or the many resources on our website, Scott and all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team are passionate about people coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray that you truly will enjoy the journey, but we also pray that you will bring others with you on your journey of following Christ.